Hi, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Taylee. And this is With With Much Much Love. We've been a part of over 500 events and weddings and have seen some crazy things. Join us weekly to expose the truth of what it's really like working in the wedding and event industry. We will discuss the current trends, interview wedding professionals, and share some of our craziest stories. We can't wait to share the honest, unsugar-coated version of what really happens behind the scenes. Welcome to With Much Love. This is Kaylee. And this is Taylee. And I'm Jess. And today we are here with Jess with J3 Design Photography. Um, We are just diving into the photography world and talking to her about what it's like to be a photographer in the wedding industry and how that really has evolved over time and what she likes and maybe what she dislikes about the photography industry because there's always something that's like, you know, it's still a job and there's always going to be things that are difficult, but also, you know, this is such a rewarding industry. So I'm sure that that's part of what we want to discuss today. So how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm pumped to be here. I am so excited to be able to shed light on This part of wedding planning that I think can sometimes be either the thing that's focused on the most Mm -hmm. by couples that are planning a wedding or focused on the least, depending on which category of couple they might fall into. Yeah, definitely. Um, So we really just want to dive into, you know, some information behind the photography world and because on our side we don't really see what happens on your end mm-hmm. <laughs> until and that we get means the pictures. we're doing our job if that's the case yeah you know? yeah so um but how so how long have you been a photographer I have been a photographer in general and actually always a wedding photographer uh, for, I'm starting my 17th wedding season okay awesome so I initially when I first got a camera in my hand, Uh the intention was to be a children's photographer, family photographer, but I never began my career as that. Uh I have always been a wedding photographer, and I do other types of photography, obviously, but weddings has been always part of my career repertoire, Yes. Do you find, like, a major difference on, like, the stress level working, like doing weddings versus, you know, whatever, family photography, senior photos, or do they all both come with their own challenges? Um, Ironically, the thing that I, I do not feel stress in terms of mental overload on a wedding day. Weddings are where I feel, one, I know God created me to be a wedding photographer. Mm -hmm. That is where I feel I am the most at peace and the most well-oiled machine. Yeah. Um, Though I love holding babies and meeting babies, newborn photography is probably the part of my job that makes me the most stressed. Yeah. uh, Because they, you know, don't listen very well. So (laughs) (laughs) there's, there's always that. That is like a whole nother level too with like the newborn stuff because you have to even have like the right temperature in the room and like all that kind of stuff. And they just, you know, they cry at whenever. They yeah. Cry. Yeah. So. There's, is, I will say the aspect of that that I yeah. do love, and this does tie into wedding photography and we're uh-huh. not going off rogue here no, no, in no, terms no. of, you know, wedding industry yeah. things, but I do love seeing my wedding couples uh-huh. who expand their family and I love yeah. getting to be part of all of the additional stories of their lives, not Mm -hmm. just the love story part as far as the wedding part. So from that aspect, I do love doing newborns. Mm -hmm. 
but weddings will always be my first yeah. love for sure. Yeah, I think we we worked together for several several years now. I've been with you from the get-go. Yeah, so about 7 years now. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I walked in here. <laughs> um I'm not even sure that I knew that you had taken over, but I've been as I just said in this yeah. industry for 17 years mm-hmm. and this building has been in existence I think before I was even born. Mm-hmm. And so it used to be a different under a different name but they hosted weddings yes. here yep. and it was not the most picturesque of places to host a wedding and so there was red carpet on on the walls friends it was so bad and paneling (laughs) paneling wood paneling that was like dark wood so Mm -hmm. um for anyone who is listening that is going to come and tour the evening for future weddings please come in and appreciate the it's beautiful in its own right but walking in the first time and seeing the total transformation with Mm -hmm. beautiful arch windows and you know neutral toned walls that yeah uh, reflected well I was like wow who who did this yeah and that was like when we were going through the renovation process that was my one goal is because I know that in today's world and this industry it is a very visually ran industry it's Mm -hmm. More about Instagram and photos and everything that's going to, I mean, that's your market source sure. is in the wedding industry is photos. And so, um, you know, when I went into it, I wanted my photo, fo- like all the photos here to be lighter and Mm -hmm. you know reflect well and have anything too yellow or too orange and so that that was with respect to the budget I you know I tried to pick the best ways to do that and that was like lightening up the walls yeah and then yeah we were talking earlier about the spiders that came out of that red carpet on the wall (laughs) Mm -mm. nope that's a hard pass for me (laughs) so um yeah we just took it from what it was in the 80s and turned it into something that's going to be good for photographers too. So and I, I think too, one of the things that I appreciate from that as well is for the couples that choose to have their weddings here mm-hmm. that are outside and, mm-hmm. you know, lovely Indiana weather, that's so unpredictable. Yeah. Um, out here, there's not a lot of backup situations mm-hmm. for if the weather is unfavorable yeah. and they're going to move their ceremony inside, but they are choosing to have all of their photos done here yeah. at the property. I appreciate so much that even, even with just two um, arched windows and a plain wall, but good light coming in, you can get so many great images just there Yeah, that I think oftentimes a lot of people think you have to have 45 different backgrounds Mm -hmm. in order to make great photos happen. And while that is awesome, if you have that option, Mm -hmm. um, to have a place where you can come in and really have great photos or the barn doors that you have, Mm -hmm. or even in your bridal suite, um, with the little mimosa corner and yeah. the mirror and all yeah. of that. I know Taylor just had that on her Instagram feed or yeah. your Instagram stories yeah. earlier today that you loved the little mirror and whatnot. <laughs> um, those are all places that we can utilize during a wedding yeah. day. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so all of those renovations, I mean, truly, red of all things is is terrible for Oh, yes. A mirror. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on why that's <laughs> on unfavorable. Why red is not okay. Yeah. No. yeah. In churches, I don't understand why. It's oh, terrible. Yeah. No, but I did see that um, when I was going back through the wedding that we had here. Was it October, November this year? October. And how it was so cold outside, and we were able to bring them inside. Yes. And you were able to utilize different things. That Your fabulous hedge wall. Yes. Remember, I called you on the phone, and I'm like, uh, so... 
Yeah. I'm just wondering, <laughs> is it fine if I, you oh, know, yeah. totally rearrange every piece of furniture that you have going on inside the reception hall? But we'll put it back together, right? But on our end, you know, that makes our venue look better. So, of course, we're going to allow a photographer who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. to handle this situation. So, I, I, you know, that kind of segues into another question that I have for you is, I mean, out of all these photographers, we've seen some really horrible ones. And, um, you know, we are able to kind of pinpoint what, you know, what qualities a good photographer has. And so, um, but, you know, what you provide and bring to the table and the knowledge that you have, what, what do you think is like, if anyone is looking to become a wedding photographer, what is the steps or the qualities and things that they need to have in order to be successful? Dude, you're killing me with this question. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the selfish part of me wants to say, don't do it because it's saturated enough. But, yeah. um, but I do mentor a ton of um, other photographers, some here, some mm-hmm. as far away as North Dakota. I think that um, the person who mentored me early on in my career gave me the challenge that you have to be able to create art in the most undesirable of places. Mm -hmm. And so for many years, that was a challenge of mine that I would do for myself is go out in the ugliest spots of Fort Wayne or wherever I was at and try to make beautiful pictures happen regardless of where I was at. Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, prior to you owning this place, sometimes (laughs) (laughs) coming here, here. (laughs) um, no, I'm joking. Uh, so I would say that first of all, but being able to roll with the punches, like I said just a little bit ago, in terms of the weather, mm-hmm. um, right now and for all of my career, actually, and why I initially became a, a photographer in general was mm-hmm. that was kind of the breakout point of, quote, natural light photography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I became this photographer and initially going to do kids, it was because we knew a woman who was making bank doing natural light children's photography in the home, whatever, Mm -hmm. making a ton of money. And so, and that meant for those people who aren't really familiar with photography lingo, that means you don't use flash and you use only the light coming through the windows or the available light in whatever room. And while that seems great, um, that isn't always possible in a lot of the venues around town in uh, churches or even outside, depending Mm -hmm, on what the weather is like. And so being able to utilize all of the correct photography equipment, I think is super important. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of photographers um, or excuse me, clients I know who will show venues that they're looking for Mm -hmm. or looking at to, uh, to go to their weddings and their receptions. And they're like, well, can you, Um, can you photograph here? You know, we've heard it's really dark and it's really difficult to photograph in. And I try to respond to this in like, not a laughter sort of situation, but there is not a venue really anywhere and especially not around here that I can't photograph in because I don't, I don't photograph strictly natural light. Do I prefer it? Yes, because it falls beautifully, just like the windows Mm -hmm. here at the Eden and all of that. Mm -hmm. But being able to utilize off-camera flash or on-camera flash Mm -hmm. create just as beautiful um, of images depending on what it is that you're going for. Yeah. And I feel like natural light, like, 
you know, if you're looking for a photographer, then you need to be able to look through their gallery and be able to see that they're using flash and they're using more they're not just natural light photos yeah because you can tell the difference so yes there are there are some weddings that are or some photographers I should say that do produce a hundred percent only natural light or they use no flash at all Mm -hmm. and that is kind of falling into the quote dark and moody Mm -hmm. sort of vibe Mm -hmm. um that is kind of the trend right now and that's not to knock any photographer who produces that Mm -hmm. I think there are great artists who produce that Mm -hmm. I think that there's a market for that um I do get the question a lot will you edit dark and moody and no I will not um and the reason for that is because I've been in the industry for so long I've lived through about four trendy editing styles um for anybody who has been around long enough to the whole, like all black and white, but one thing. In oh color, yeah. Yes. Um, I can look at that and be like, you totally got married in 2005 ish, yeah. 2006. Yeah. Um, and so for me yeah. personally, as an artist, again, this is not knocking any other artist, but for me personally, I don't want any of my couples to 50, 60 years from now have a trendy looking wedding photo. I yeah. want them to look back and them to be timeless. Like I look back at my grandparents' pictures mm-hmm. and then be timeless. Right. Um, for me personally, as an artist, for what mm-hmm. I like to look at the dark and moody, I actually really love it, Yeah. Mm-hmm. but I love it for me as family photos and things that would be, you know, interchanged and whatnot. I know that that is not, um, Mm -hmm. that's not for everyone. I know there's tons of brides that really are drawn to that. And I think that's great. And there's a ton of talented artists who, um, are able to produce that work. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, I do get that question a lot. And I think that just like the dark and moody photographers probably wouldn't adjust their editing style to be vibrant. Mm Mm-hmm. Like mine is similarly, um, that's not, you know, how I would tend, how I adjust my editing or whatnot. So yeah, Yeah, there, I mean, we're seeing even the trends and, and, and that kind of stuff, because if you look at our Instagram page, we tend to try to pick photos that are more neutral. Mm -hmm. And, um, the reason being is because we feel like that's not, that's something that's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be this dark and moody. It's not going to be this light and airy Mm -hmm. to where, you know, and that's the whole style of our brand is Mm -hmm. the new, the neutral kind of reflection of that. So even in that, your photos and your work always play really well into that because you just pick up and I've noticed too, with your work too, you pick up the style of the day, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, you know, either that be a reflection that they're doing a fall wedding. So you'll lean more into, you know, more of a, a, not darker, but just more of like a fall-esque vibe. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, that can come natural, but I can see that in your photos versus your spring photos of weddings in the spring too. Well, it's very true. And this is what I tell people is I try to stick true to life. Yeah. You know, in Indiana, we have beautiful fall. Mm -hmm. And so I want to reflect that in how I edit and bring out those oranges and the reds, Mm -hmm. especially out here. I mean, the sunsets out here in the fall Mm -hmm. are just magnificent. They're stunning. (laughs) Um, And in the spring, you know, we have beautiful um, greens out here and the the uh, field that's out here to the one side is oh, usually yeah. overgrown with beautiful wildflowers. Mm-hmm. And so to bring those colors out, yeah. because I think a lot of times couples choose those seasons and mm-hmm. choose their um, their florals for their bouquets and just mm-hmm. the aesthetic of their wedding based on 
the uh, season that they're getting yes. married. So to take those elements out of a picture, yeah, for me personally, is removing part of the true story of their wedding day. Yeah, yeah, yep. In my opinion, yeah. as an artist, yeah. And I think too, I spend. I was listening to your episode from last week, and uh -huh. you were referencing the uh, questionnaire that you yeah. have all of your couples. Um, fell out and I had to chuckle because that's, I do that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I spend a ton of time during my initial consult with them. Usually mm -hmm. it's like an hour and a half or two from the get go. Yeah. And I ask them all kinds of questions yeah. and in as much as they are vetting me as a photographer, not that I'm vetting them as a client, but I'm trying to get to know them yeah. to mm -hmm. really figure out what is their personality and not because I'm a chameleon and I'm going to morph mm -hmm. for them. But knowing their personalities and knowing how they interact and yeah. asking them questions that will elicit a emotional response right there in front of me yeah. and see how they interact during those responses yeah. Yeah. gives me an idea of, okay, they're more of a playful couple mm -hmm. or they're a romantic couple or they don't really like to show PDA, which yeah. I've had some of those couples. Yep. And yep. that is, um, that's a little bit tricky to <laughs> yeah. deal with. And I have to yeah. really figure out how to bring emotion into mm -hmm. those particular weddings. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a stretch. For so you ones. get, so you get so many different type of clientele. Yeah. Like here, I think we get a general, we have our norm. Like I think we kind of get really normal. If we yeah. have one, we'll have like one offs that are a little bit different yeah. and quirky. Mm -hmm. Um, but generally we have like, you know, our clientele is just like nurses. We get a lot of nursing. Yeah. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, huh. Like so I would say too. like 60% of our clients they yeah. work in the health industry. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that's because of word of mouth. Probably. Whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you you get clients from all types of people. I think that because you. your brand stretch is wider. Yes. Although, ironically, I do a lot of Catholic weddings. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and I think that probably ties into um, – you had one of the questions you asked me just a few minutes ago was about yeah. being breaking into the photography industry. Mm -hmm. This would be one of the things I would just tell couples in general, as far as a qualifying thing when they're looking for photographers. But yeah, you know, just because somebody takes great pictures doesn't mean that they can run a wedding day. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So my my kind of demographic of clients sometimes, yeah. you know, Catholic weddings. And families are generally huge. Mm -hmm. um, in my quote unquote real life, yeah. I am somewhat shyish. And my friends listening to this might be like, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I really am. I'm, I'm a little bit more reserved. But on yeah. a wedding day itself, I have no problem being assertive. And I'm, as Kaylee can yeah. attest, I'm, <laughs> that's why we get along so I'm well. I'm <laughs> very type A when it comes yes. to particularly yep. the timeline. Yeah. Um, and so being able to wrangle mm -hmm. a Catholic family of a hundred people is yeah. not a big deal to me. That's yeah. where, um, that's just where I feel like I thrive to be honest. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would say, but I do have a very large gamut of yeah. clients. I've done, um, Afghani weddings. Mm -hmm. I've done Indian weddings. Mm -hmm. I've done Catholic weddings. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that for me, my particularly professionally speaking, my mm -hmm. focus has always been what do I, does the vendor team, yeah. what do, 
excuse me, do we need to do to focus on the bride and groom and make sure, mm-hmm. or whoever's getting, the couple that's getting married, make sure that their day is the day that they have wanted, that mm-hmm. it goes off without a hitch mm-hmm. as much as possible. Yep. So whether that is a wedding with 400 people, a mm-hmm. wedding with 20 people, yeah. a different background of religion than what I am, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Um, what matters is that these two people have chosen to get married, and mm-hmm. so whatever I can do to help make the day be what they want and desire it to be yeah. is what my focus is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's with all professionals, anyone who's really good at their job, that that is the big picture that we just focus on. You, you would know? hope so. Yeah. I, I <laughs> hope. <laughs> you would hope so. That is not, yeah. unfortunately. I think there can be some selfish professionals out there that yes. can kind of get too much into their own feelings yes. and not looking at the big picture of like, this is not about us. Mm-hmm. It's about them. And they hired us to provide quality service that's Correct. going to reflect their needs. Yes. So, um, you know, I think that in our industry, there's a lot of hobbies Um, Uh you know, that kind of gets in the way. And I, I even know, like when I started, I think people thought that this was a hobby for me, you know, like they looked at me like, oh, you work full time. This is what you do full time. Yeah. It's my job. It's my job. So, and I think that happens a lot of times with photographers. Oh, that 1 million percent happens with photographers. I guess I would never think if somebody were to say like, oh, I run a, a yeah. venue. I yeah. would never in a million years be like, oh, that's cute. Well, what do you do for your real job? Uh, yeah. That really is my real job. Yeah. I get, um, in particular, as the photography market has become mm-hmm. so uh, saturated and because it's one of the only professions mm-hmm. where on Christmas morning you unbox a camera and on December 26th you can say, ta-da, I yeah. have opened a business. It's yeah. one of the only ones that you don't have to show a license for. Oh, yeah. You, I mean... And that's great in some aspects. You know, Mm -hmm. I did not go to college to be a photographer. I actually went to be a therapist. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Probably another reason why you and I get along so well. (laughs) Yep. Um, But from that aspect, yeah, I mean, we get it all the time. Yeah. Or we get the, you know. Yeah. Drunken family members that are like, oh, your camera takes really good pictures. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, "Yeah, my oven bakes really great cakes, too. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah. They just and I think people forget that you know this is our profession. Yeah. So and that we put quality training into it too. I mean, going to conferences mm-hmm. or you know taking classes and there's different ways to enhance your professional professionalism. But you know, it's not a hobby. It's no, really and I not. think that is one of the things that I I do try to. I mean, I see you both at the wedding shows, and that's one yeah. of the things I spend time. <laughs> probably too much time actually trying to educate <laughs> couples when they come yes. in is that there are a ton of talented artists mm-hmm. and that is not to discount anyone that is able to produce beautiful photographs. Mm-hmm. But a wedding day, you first of all, don't get to usually do that over again. Yep. Um, and so being able to make a wedding day flow well and take into account all of the hiccups that might happen, mm-hmm. the, the transportation time to mm-hmm. and from all of your different venues. And those are things that, um, unless you have been in the wedding industry for any length of time, mm-hmm. there's no way to account for how long those things take, you know, yeah. um, going from getting the hair done at Red Stiletto, I know is here a ton mm-hmm. and yes. all of the vendors that I work with actually, I know down to pretty closely the 10 minute mark 
yeah. how long they take for getting yeah. ready or yeah. um Brett with Live the Night. Yeah. I know how he likes to run a reception, yeah. which was a learning curve for me at first because yeah. it's not how I was used to a yeah. wedding reception going. Yep. Um but those are all things that when you have a good wedding vendor team, mm-hmm. and that's from the hair and makeup to the photographer to the florist to DJ to the catering, mm-hmm. wedding venue, everyone. Yeah. When they all work together, that is what makes um, the day flow smoothly. And so yeah. sometimes that can mean that you are allocating your wedding budget to go towards a wedding venue that maybe is more expensive and spending mm-hmm. less on flowers. Mm-hmm. Or... Pick, yeah. pick something. Yeah. yeah. You have to pick, pick your priorities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we're always the ones that are, that we say, spend your money on a good photographer. Yeah. Like, that's even- right, girl. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, that's something that lasts forever. You yes. Know? Yeah. You look at those pictures the rest of your life. You show your grandchildren mm-hmm. those right. pictures. So the last thing that you want is to have a you know, three good ones and then the rest were really yeah. bad. And right. you don't have anything to really hold on to those memories mm-hmm. with. Sure. So, um, yeah, we're always like, even we're not good salesmen. We will tell our clients, like, if the photography is one of the biggest parts to you, save your money on the venue. Yeah. Because that's more important. And yeah. that's just our transparency. Yeah. Like, we don't want people to drop so much money on us that they can't afford to have the photographer that they mm-hmm. want. Yeah. So, um, which brings another topic on pricing structure for yeah. um, being photographer. I think a lot of people think that, um, you know, it's a hobby. So we should, you guys shouldn't charge what you charge, which is crazy to me that people should think that because it's a business. There's and it's so- art. It's art, literally yeah. art. So, um, yeah, it's how do you like handle that, and like how does that does that is like one of your pet peeves? Because that's my pet peeve. As far as a price haggle, you mean when people price haggle or when they just can't understand the value of your service, and you have to break it down, which you shouldn't have to do. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't. Uh, yeah, um, we don't either. I will. So there's a couple re- there's a couple questions that I will ask if somebody is just flat out um, trying to get a discount. So there's mm-hmm. the you know there's the wedding blogs that I want to choke the editor of whoever <laughs> uh, has written these. Yes, that's like go in and ask for the discounts. This is not a used car sales blog. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know who they consulted <laughs> yeah. those with, but <laughs> yeah. I, no. Yeah. Um. And first, I don't, I actually didn't even know, fun fact, that you could walk into a used car sales lot and haggle prices on that. Like, that's how not a price haggler I am. I know, me neither. Me I neither. would never <laughs> even think to do, like, okay, I'll give you whatever. Yeah, no, I, I would never do it. Same. Because I think about if someone were to do that to me. Same. I would never in my life yeah. consider that. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. So, back to your question. <laughs> um, if they are asking that, Number one, I try to think of things that I can do to, if they outrightly ask me mm-hmm. or say what their budget is, yeah. I try to think of ways to meet their budget if I can, if it makes sense for mm-hmm. my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes that may mean that I don't include a second photographer, which yep. I don't really love to do. Right. Um, but I shot for the first seven years of my career without one. Mm-hmm. Right. So oftentimes having a second photographer is more for the peace of mind of the bride mm-hmm. or the groom mm-hmm. than it is for my need to have one. Yeah. yeah. Um, though it is nice to have a second there. Right. Yeah. So that is off the top of 
you know, my head, when they say, well, my budget is X, Y, Z, I can say, well, that is one way that we can, you know, reduce the cost. Yeah. I do get a lot of questions about engagement sessions. Mm -hmm. You know, well, if I take the engagement session off, um, how will you reduce the cost? I used to not do that. I used to say, no, it's complimentary. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I am really starting to have a heart for, I would much rather take off whatever the cost of the engagement session is because I hear their heart for wanting to have great wedding photography Mm -hmm. and maybe they just don't need an engagement session. Right. And so, or, you know, not that they don't need it, but man, we really want Jess as our wedding photographer Mm -hmm. and we're going to forego an engagement session if it means we can have her for our wedding day and maybe our friend will just um, do it or whatever. So I hear their heart for that. And so I really transitioned my mindset on that in how can I meet them where they're at. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say that my photography is a ministry and church it up, but right. but that is kind of how I think about it is where yeah. can I meet them? Where can I still be part of their love story mm-hmm. and still make fiscal sense for me right. as um, a photography company, right. a business that has to pay taxes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That Ugh. dreaded T word. <laughs> yeah, they get us every year. We're they just do. like, oh, Gosh, we had such a good it. year. Oh, taxes. It's a hobby. I mean, <laughs> and I don't pay taxes. Right. Yeah. So as far as that goes, um, you know, I, I first of all, and the other thing is, I do get questions like, well, if I only do six hours, will it be X Y Z? I mean, sure, I guess, but to me, I feel like only photographing six hours of a wedding day, you're missing a whole bunch of important moments. And yeah. I am not going to go book another wedding that day. Right. Yeah. So in regards to your question, I would rather figure out how can I meet a budget need if I can, while mm-hmm. still documenting a wedding day to its fullest capability. Yeah. 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 So, and sometimes that's just being transparent of telling yeah. them like, this is what you're going to lack. Mm-hmm. You know, this yeah. is, if you, and for couples that are listening, you have to be able to um, compromise on yeah. some mm-hmm. things. You yeah. know, you're gonna you're gonna lose some if you want to haggle. You, that means you're gonna lose stuff. Yeah. So you're not gonna get the same quality, the same amount of time, the same amount of photos, the same like it's just not going to be the same. Yeah, I think that you know we've had to have the hard talk with couples too. Like, if you have a really strict budget, but the photography or the venue is something that's really important to you, then you have to sacrifice other things, mm-hmm. sure, um, to get the quality that you want from yeah. us. So, um, a lot of times, you know, we offer all these add-on stuff that people can add in, mm-hmm. like the. D- decor sure they can add in cake cutting service um they can add in all this other details instead of going like just the base route which right. there's that option that's our base that's right. what you can do but um if you want to have more you know personability and you want to have us more involved in the process then that's going to cost you sure mm-hmm. so and i think the number one service and the number one thing that you can pay for is service yeah, yeah. so and I think photography the- is a very heavy service, <laughs> very heavy service. It can be. I mean, that is one thing, you know, I think that anytime that a couple is evaluating photographers, number mm-hmm. one, you want to make sure that you like them as yeah. a person. Yep. You know, I am the only, aside from your wedding party, obviously, but mm-hmm. in terms of vendors, I'm the one that's with them yeah. from the beginning of the day till about the end-ish. Yeah. Um, and if you don't gel with that person, number one, it's just going to make the day not fun anyways. But yeah. number two, 
it's going to come out in your pictures. If, yeah. if my prompts, if my sense of humor, if my whatever doesn't gel with you, yeah. which very rarely does that happen because I yeah. feel like my couples and I end up becoming friends after the fact. But yeah. on the rare occasion, mm-hmm. you know, that will that will come out in your pictures, either yeah. because you're going to look annoyed or just that I can't draw out of you, mm-hmm. you know, the emotions and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but number two, being able to ask your event or your photographers, regardless of what venue you're looking at, um, can I see a full wedding? Ideally, mm-hmm. could I see a full wedding from the venue that mm-hmm. you're looking at? But mm-hmm. it's not always an option. You know, it, mm-hmm. maybe it's a new venue or maybe that photographer just hasn't had the opportunity to be at that specific venue. Yeah. But can I see a whole wedding? And if they cannot produce for you a full wedding, like mm-hmm. immediately, mm-hmm. that is a strong concern. Yeah. I, I have photographed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have like books literally sitting out <laughs> like, with just yes. pictures Here's, and stuff. Exactly. So you see evidence. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like just myself, I have photographed over 500 weddings yeah. in my career. Yeah. So there's not any situation where I could yeah. not show a, a couple that, but that is in, in tying the service thing mm-hmm. into this. That is one of the things I do love about working here is that there's somebody here. Mm-hmm. It isn't just like somebody unlocks the door and then poof. Let you in. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so that is really a great thing for brides and grooms to consider when they are looking at venues. Um, I can think of, of several different situations um, that there we've had weddings together here. And there's been a need for something. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. have to you know, track you down. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, you know, any, any situation like yeah. that. Um, I recently had a situation at another venue though, where they didn't have security on staff. Mm. Um, it wasn't the venue's fault. It was the caterer's fault yeah. and the cater. We couldn't get a hold of them. Yeah. Just flat out. No security. Nothing. Um, and so that has thankfully <laughs> never happened here. No, it's it's one of those things where, I mean, you have Taylee, of course, running everything. And then also myself as a backup. So mm-hmm. you're always going to have somebody. Yeah. And that's just, you know, I think that's worth itself. To be honest, I think we should charge more because of our service. But... I, we don't because we want to make sure we're competitive with other venues in the area. Mm-hmm. And plus we're out in the country. Yeah. So yeah. we're a little bit, we're hop, skip and jump from Fort Wayne and from yeah. the most popular areas. But we share a lot of clients from like the burn area mm-hmm. and the Hoagland area and like a lot. And that's I how. I love the little small town. I know. Me too. Small my town favorite circles. Too. Yeah. They're my favorite. Yeah. 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 Once you get in one of them, you get the whole friend yeah. group. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Because it's such like, you know, everybody's friends with Everyone's everybody. Everyone's intertwined some way. Yeah. 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 It's my favorite honestly. Honestly, I love, I similarly with Catholic families too, but I love all the little small town. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I live in a small town not yeah. far from here. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. It's yeah. just like the sweet little Mayberry feel that just warms my heart. It does. It has that it so like, much. yeah, the, the little country vibes mm-hmm. of like everybody. Yeah. Um, and they're also welcoming, welcoming to here. Yes. They just like invite you in as your family. Yes. So, and that's one of the things it's like, they will greet you out at the grocery store. You see mm-hmm. them out at the grocery, hi, how are you yep. doing? You know, you can carry on a conversation. So that's why I like the small town too. Yeah. Um, and that's always been one of the best features too even though we are out in the country we still have that homey vibe and being Mm -hmm. able to you know work with other vendors too that we've just kind of built this family relationship you know of like I I 
the trio between you, Brett, and us, <laughs> us working together. One, it the day runs so smoothly. Oh, so smooth. I already know as soon as I see, like, it's either Jess or Brett yeah. or both. On that questionnaire, like, you're like, mm. I don't got to do anything today. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Like, the trifecta be- of vendors, right? There. Yes. Yeah. Because we know that, you know, you're going to be able to handle the photography and directing everybody. And you know the spots on our property mm-hmm. that work the best for yeah. photography. We don't have to instruct them on where to take photos, which shouldn't be our job. Yeah, nor should you have to ever. But we have Brett too that is able to MC the whole event and that's the thing with DJs too is they're able to instruct a whole large crowd mm-hmm. and be able to work like that. So, yeah. um, you know, when we get all of us three involved, it just makes a day go I so I wish much, it could be so every much. weekend, really. It would just um, make my life it way would. easier. It would. And cause we, we need just, to do a podcast of all the, all, all of, of us. us? <laughs> that would be that would just be mayhem probably. <laughs> I don't would. know if we have enough mics in the building oh my for that. Goodness. Yeah, I can only see us all like chatting about it. I don't know if everybody would want to hear all the. I crap think they that would totally would. <laughs> that like you want a real look at what a wedding vendor what we talk discussion about is like. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, that's what it would be. like. I think the good time to catch us too is like right after a wedding. No, that would not be a good time. <laughs> like, all right, what are your final thoughts? <laughs> you would definitely hear the truth. No, then. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that would be very podcast appropriate. Right. Probably. I know. In fact, that's why I asked you guys. You know, you wanted to record uh-huh. earlier today and yeah. I was like can it can it be later I've dedicated like mm-hmm. Sunday mornings to go to church with my family yeah. and in parentheses my message was because I'm at church trying to cleanse my soul of all the WTFing <laughs> I do I know Saturday nights I know which I, know. I mentioned just I don't really do that usually but yeah well um, I mean we've had rough weddings together yes, we and have. we've experienced that and you know it's nice to have the support of each other too to be like yes what the heck just happened? Yes. You know, and to just, at least we both know we're not crazy and that it was more, Or you know, we're just crazy together. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, that might be. That's probably <laughs> That's it. probably it. And Taylor's like, it. can you guys just get it together, please? Yes. Yeah. One of us needs to be functional here. Um, yeah. So. I think that, you know, as I love weddings, I know you guys love weddings, mm-hmm. and it is just in my heart and soul to be in this industry for as long as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I've I've been having conversations with, I know with the two of you, with my husband, my best friend, that, you know, what am I going to do someday when I am too old for brides and grooms to think that I'm cool to hang out <laughs> with, which I hope is like way, way far off into the future. Um but it is truly just in the fiber of my soul yeah. to be involved in weddings. It does come with its, you know, with its cost, both to your physical body. I don't know if y'all have the physical hangovers on Sundays. Yes. It does. It feels like I you like, would literally have a hangover yes, on Sunday. There are days where I'm just like, I cannot get out of bed. I have mm-hmm. been run over twice by mm-hmm. the trolley that brought the drop yep, yeah. yes. party <laughs> to the Eden. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like you lay down in bed that night and your whole body's it's vibrating. It's like vibrating, yes. It's yes. so yes. bad. Yes. And I don't know what, I mean, there's people who work jobs like that, that are on their feet all the time, that do this all the time. And I don't, I mean, my husband works in factory and he's on his feet all day long and he does not have that same feeling that I have when I do that. And I'm like, is it the stress combined? I think so. I think it's the high charge of the day. Mm -hmm. It's the mental part of it. It is the, I think it's all of that combined. Yeah. It's like the adrenaline for 12 to 15 hours that we have. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. And And I don't know about y'all, but like, I forget to eat. 
Oh, yes. all the time. So Drink water. I'm dehydrated, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. I keep two bottles of, car- of water in my car after a wedding. So then that way on my way home, I can chug it with some ibuprofen. Oh, like I yep. literally just had a night of drinking. I wasn't drinking, but I'm going to feel like it in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to start chasing that now. Pulling back your college days. Like, yeah. yeah. Got my... like, oh my goodness. I need to have that ibuprofen before I go to bed. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to sleep. Yeah. I yeah. will. I almost feel like... Um, over the last probably two years, I've gone through a really big health transformation and tried mm-hmm. to get healthy and all of that. Mm-hmm. And that has helped. Yeah. I didn't realize just how unhealthy my body was prior to yeah. that. And not because I was just sedentary all day, mm-hmm. although sitting around, you know, editing wedding photos, you tend to be a bit sedentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like you have to try, you literally have to train your body mm-hmm. for a wedding day, regardless mm-hmm. of what sector of then of being a vendor in the wedding industry yeah. you are you have to train your body and yeah. I don't think that people really they just think that we show up and like hang out for a party all day no it's and not it's a- like no mm-hmm. we have to manage you know expectations of parents yeah. and yep. all of that I was chuckling at your <laughs> at your episode from last week and when you were wanting to know who the biggest <laughs> drama causers were is and- it for you parents too um, yes. However, I managed that from the get go. Oh, yeah. I like the first thing that I say is, and I don't care who is writing the check, actually. Yeah. Um, I say this is your wedding day and your parents hopefully have had at least one wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's fine that they have requests and I will do my best to honor that. Mm-hmm. But they got their shot at having their wedding day and the yep. way that they wanted it. And to the best of my ability, I will try to get what they want or need or whatever, but this is your day. So Mm -hmm. however you want the day to go, I had a wedding years ago where the bride wanted, it was like a light lilac purplish color. Mm -hmm. And she was getting married at the embassy with, and those walls are like a dark yellow. Oh, they are like an orangey color. It's not cute. Mm -hmm. But anyways... But her mother was like, absolutely not. Those two colors clash. Mm-hmm. And the bride was like, I seriously hate that color. And mm-hmm. I was like, look, this is your wedding. Yeah. So if you want lilac dresses, mm-hmm. have lilac dresses. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of things where I just really don't have patience for oh, yeah. anyone in general. And this is not to be disrespectful to parents or whatever, but... Like, yeah. this is their day, and so mm-hmm. I feel like whatever I can do to help make that happen. Yeah. And you have so much interaction with them through, like, through mm-hmm. the whole day. Yeah. So it's unavoidable for you. Like, we will literally just turn around and walk out. Yeah, no. So yeah, like, you're, we, stuck. We, you're <laughs> stuck with them. We say hands-off. We have a hands-off approach on that situation because yeah. there's not much we can do because yeah. we're not the ones. If we try to get in there, it just – they'll be like – what, what do you think you're doing? Yeah. Um, but photographers have that whole day, you know, they're, you're interacting with everybody. So if yeah. there's any kind of drama, you're, you're right then, right yeah. there. You can't avoid it. Yeah. Well, I think too, I mean, you know, when you have toddlers who are like throwing a fit and mm-hmm. you try to do the deflection, like, okay, let's go over here and yeah. look at this thing. Yep. Um, it's kind of like that on a yeah. wedding day yep. where, you, deflect. you know, it's just deflection or I have had some circumstances where brides have let me know ahead of time that there mm-hmm. is a family issue or perhaps a substance issue, whatever mm-hmm. yeah. yep. that I've said, please let me know. And I will do whatever I can to mm-hmm. help however I can, mm-hmm. you know, that is, um, 
I don't know if that's just my background of what I went to school yeah. for as far as why I'm willing to jump in. Because I yeah. do know other photographers who are like, nope, not my job. Yep. I'm, I'm here take to take pictures. the pictures. I will not help pin flowers. I will not mm-hmm. help do yeah. um, bustle. That is not what you paid me yep. for. Yeah. And to me, I'm kind of like, okay, well, but if I can do those things and if I can make your day less stressful... Mm-hmm. That will reflect in pictures, number one. Yep. It will keep the ball rolling, yep. which keeps us on time and mm-hmm. all of those things, which helps my job. Yeah. So it's a little bit, you know, self. It, it helps you. It helps me. Yeah, but it, it does. It reflects. Uh, and one, it's going to help promote your business, too, because hopefully they'll recognize that mm-hmm. you went a step above what normally hopefully. happened. Um, Let me ask something because you've been hogging. Yeah, go that. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you go, girl. Come on. We've talked a lot about how much you love weddings and what you love about them, but we want to hear what you don't love so much about weddings. What's the nitty-gritty stuff you just can't see? The nitty-gritty. I'm totally going to sound like a politician and sort of make it more of like a thing that I don't love, but it's really a thing I do love for the bride and groom, I guess. But I don't love it when people to do with the wedding are making it about them and not the bride and groom. Mm -hmm. So things like a bridesmaid who refuses to stand on a particular side for pictures because she doesn't like a side of her face or something. And um, if they're already married, I'm usually say like, well, it's not your day. So I need you to get on that side. Mm -hmm. Um, And what they aren't seeing is that I'm asking them to stand on a particular side because I'm trying to differentiate heights or skin tones or we're pressed for time. And I'm just trying to divide it up evenly, whatever. Um, So the whole like stopping because you don't like a particular side of your face is not my concern. Yeah. Um, So that's one of the things that I really just it just drives me nuts. Yeah, and then you get like some of those like moms that are like, "I want this picture, and I want this picture, and mm-hmm. I want this picture," and the the bride's like, "I don't really care. Like, I I'm tired, and I'm done at taking pictures like yeah. that." Yeah, yeah. So. so I go through a shot list both at the initial consult, and then usually three weeks out from a wedding, mm-hmm. and I go I ask family dynamics for both um, both of the people getting married as far as divorce. Mm-hmm. On both sides of mm-hmm. the families, do they have grandparents that are coming and still living? Do they want yeah. aunts and uncles, et cetera, et cetera? That usually knocks out a lot of the um, parental requests oh, yeah. for pictures. Yep. Yep. Um, and then anything else that comes. I had a, a wedding recently where there was some um, family disgruntlement between one of the people that were getting married and one of their parents in yeah. that there was some... Um, uh, animosity going on and they really did not want them to be part of the pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a really tough dance. Um, yeah. just in my own life, I know that there's been situations where had I gotten married at one point in my life, yeah. I wouldn't have wanted mm-hmm. a family member to be part of. And now me and that family member are fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, unless it's like something truly, uh, traumatic for the bride or groom, yeah. I'm like, you know, if they're, if you, have not enough of a problem with them that you've invited them to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's just take 30 seconds and take the picture. You don't have to print it, whatever. Yeah, just move on. But then we'll just move on. Mm-hmm. And in that particular context, we did it after the, like, quote-unquote formal pictures away from everyone else, but we at least took the picture. It appeased that parent. Yep. Um, it wasn't that big of a deal, et cetera. Yeah. Um, in a similar vein, 
I always tell couples that um, if they have grandparents that are still living and they have all of their aunt and uncles coming, a lot of times we're like, oh, we don't need that or that's going to take too much time, whatever. And I'm like, you know, I feel like we should build time in the day for that because mm-hmm. you never know how many times you're going to have your whole family together. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So as far as the things that I don't like on a wedding day, it's more so the things where there, the things that truly I know two weeks from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, aren't going to be matter. Deal. Yeah. Um, the things that take away from the focus of the day, which is a love story, the bride and groom, yeah, the big picture, the big picture. Um, there, I joke that when I get to wedding day and I ask the couple, usually the bride in particular, like, oh, so are you so excited for today? <laughs> and the bride's like, I just can't wait for this to be over. All the time. All the time. It like, there is a part of my soul that dies every time. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't I, be that way. It shouldn't be that way. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a people pleaser. And so I feel like I didn't do my job, mm-hmm. even though that isn't my job. I feel like, what could I have done to help avoid that? Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, yep. So, but in terms of like gossipy nitty gritty, which I know is probably what you were really trying to get <laughs> yeah. at. You're like, come on, quit being PC and just give me the, <laughs> give me the good. Yeah. Um, I can, I really don't like it when people are so sauced up that mm-hmm. they're acting disrespectfully. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't really see the point in that. Maybe it's because I've been in the wedding dis- industry super long. Um, I really don't like the garter and bouquet toss. Oh, okay. Which maybe, <laughs> maybe this is really what you were going for. And so, you're like, dang it, Jess, we're already at 45 minutes. For this I had thing. to, I had to cut out some of, our previous actually we had to skip that whole episode in general because I was I just could not be gentle about my (laughs) my dislike for the garter and the the bouquet tossed because of its just original origins and undermining of other people Mm -hmm. and it's just an awkward situation and it can just be really weird I mean does that mean that if you were really set on that that you shouldn't do it no but it's just yeah, I mean it's at the end of the day it's it's their wedding day so if yeah. that's what they want, yeah. fine. Yeah. Just but I do get the question often. You uh-huh. know, so what are you how, what are your feelings about the garter and the yeah. bouquet toss? Um I have never really liked the particularly the garter toss. I mm-hmm. find it very odd that um you know, as a groom, you want to go up your bride's dress with your grandmother sitting right there. Yeah, that is grab it off with my thought too. Yeah, grab it with his teeth. It's it's sweaty. Like why? Yeah. And then the people, the guys that are standing on the dance floor catching it, like that's your friend's wife's leg yeah. sweat. Why are you? Yeah. Why are you going? For How that? many garters we get at the end of the night that's left over? Mm-hmm. We always have garters left over. They don't take them with them. Oh, I'm sure not. No, nobody takes that. I wouldn't want to take that. So um, sure we get that stuff left over all the mm-hmm. time and it's just like in the trash it goes. Yeah. We're not even going to tell you that it was left because you don't care. You were trying to pass it off and that person who left it, obviously it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. Um. Mm. So from that, just from that aspect, I don't yeah. love it. I don't love um the whole like dj calling the single people out yes. by name yes. Yes. i'm not yeah. a fan of that and partly some of the reason that i don't like that is mm-hmm. i was with my now husband we were together eight years before we got married mm-hmm. and so i was that person yeah who wasn't technically married and was kind of self-conscious about it yeah that i yeah. didn't want to be called out onto yeah. the dance yeah. floor yeah um 
So I just, I'm just not big on that. Yeah. I would rather see, um, you know, the, the bouquet toss. I kind of get it. It's sort of sweet. If you yeah. have a ton of kids, which that's yeah. a podcast conversation for a whole other day, probably. Yeah. Yep. But if you have a ton of kids and you want to do like a whole kid uh, bouquet toss where all of the flowers are loose yeah. and you toss them all. So all the little girls get, get one little stem. That's, that's cute. cute. That's I cute. love that idea. Yeah. If you have a bunch of kids at your wedding. Yeah. Um, which, you know, yeah, that's your choice. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen the, the Facebook video or, uh, you, YouTube, no, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok oh videos. Sorry. I just got a YouTube, TikTok. YouTube, whatever one. Um, but where the kids are, you know, they've got the couple dancing on the cloud and they've got kids running back and forth uh, in it. So yeah. that's a whole nother topic. But if you have Brett and I together. Oh, ever, that would be great. I'm totally, it? I'm burying the lead for Brett and I to be on a podcast together. We will bring you guys both in. We have so much to say about Yes. That. Yeah. So, um, finally, is there any other questions? Hold that up. I have so many things I could say really, but yeah. I mean, we definitely want to talk about kissing with your eyes open. <laughs> Oh, yes. The final Uh, question of the evening. Oh, uh, how – I mean, so one of your pet peeves wouldn't be the drunk groomsmen because that's one of mine. I cannot stand drunk groomsmen. And it's not that they're drunk. It's if they're obnoxiously drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I – my husband actually asked me this question all the time. Yeah. Um, I let that roll off my back Mm -hmm. a lot of of times – in general, the drunk bridal party, I don't enjoy if they have engaged in copious amounts of alcohol prior to my being done with photos. Yeah, as long as it doesn't affect you. If it doesn't affect the photo <laughs> aspect and they're, you know, they've, they've engaged in that after all the main events are done. Right. Fine. Um, inappropriate groomsmen. It, they are obnoxious, but I can also roll with it for the most part. Yeah. If they start being, um, like, physically or, or trying to be physically yeah. inappropriate with me or with yeah. you guys yeah. or my assistant or something mm-hmm. like that, or if they yeah. go behind the DJ booth, something like mm-hmm. that, yeah. um, where physical boundaries are being crossed, I have no patience for that, and yeah. I will absolutely yeah. address it. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I'm just kind of like, whatever, dude. I think it's just because we have the liquor license too. Like we just get so irritated. And I think it's because we have different rules and policies that we're trying to follow. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, buddy, like we're done. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think too, you probably, and you know, you have the, um, disadvantage probably of thinking about, all right, well, they're already this hammered. What's going to happen when they leave here? How are they getting home from here? Those are all things that implicate you after the fact. Yeah. I don't don't have have to worry about that. Just don't puke on my camera gear. (laughs) You know, it's kind of my main concern or don't pick up my camera if it's sitting down on that has happened and I nearly lost my mind. No one's broken your camera yet, right? Um, well, oh no. <laughs> no, not here, not here. Okay, okay. No, I had a, uh, it was the sister actually of a bride mm-hmm. who had engaged in copious amounts of alcohol Yeah, and she knocked over the DJ's equipment, which, which fell over onto my equipment. Ugh. So, and uh, anyone listening, 
it, that equipment is not cheap. Like, I think people think that cameras are just like, you know, your Kodak camera. That you just like it back costs, in back in the 2000s, you know, you know that's not more than is. my car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then you've got all the gear and the things that go with just that camera. Yeah. So there's so much more to not it. Not to mention, depending on if there were damn, you know, mm-hmm. we have the bride and groom's entire wedding memories. Oh my in gosh. The camera. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I typically don't leave my stuff laying around or I mm-hmm. just stick it behind the DJ booth or something. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I'm like, if I don't have it with me, but yeah, as far as, as far as, um, you know, hammered wedding party, <laughs> I usually let it roll off unless yeah. they start messing with one of my vendor friends. Yeah. And then, um, my husband likes to say that I think that I'm a bigger dog with a bigger bite than what I am, <laughs> but uh, I have no problem letting them know, like, hey, yeah. you've crossed the line a little yeah. bit, but um, I also think my couples appreciate that, too. I've I've mm-hmm. spoken with them all after the fact when, when there have been bumps in the road mm-hmm. and that... Um, I like I've said before. I just want to do whatever I can to right. take the load off of them. It shouldn't be their job to police their wedding party. Mm-hmm. So if that's things that that I feel like I'm comfortable intervening for them, yeah. And I know that they trust me to do that, and I yeah. can read that. You know, as I'm sure you can with your yep. couples. Like yep, there are definitely. some couples where I know that that would be crossing the line for them if I were to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Yeah. But then there are couples where like they would want me to take care of that for them. Yeah. And and I do. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. speaking of like your different couples, I think this will segue into our <laughs> last question. <Yeah. laughs> um, so you posted on your Facebook and about couples kissing with their eyes open yes. and how awkward that can be. It is. Yeah. So what was the reaction on everybody's an, reaction? Because you, you got to see it all. Yeah. I had an overwhelming majority that said... Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I had a few, I want to say like, I think it was like 15% of the people yeah. of the poll that were like, yeah, I want to see my boo the whole time. I mean, that's cute. That's a cute it response. Is. What I didn't, what I didn't want to say, cause I didn't want to come across like, <laughs> you know, mean at the time, but there's an yeah. actual study that was done that showed that people who kiss with their eyes open, that is an actual like psychopath tendency. Um... I can see like that. Like a legit one. And I'm thinking with specific couples in my mind that would probably kiss with their eyes open. <laughs> Let's not name names. We don't no. need to no. accuse anyone. No. But um, yeah, I'm like, okay, yep, yeah, they would probably kiss oh with their gosh. eyes open. They yeah. would be that They're couple. probably the same ones that like shove cake all the way up the nose oh, during So do cake you think, mash. okay, so I've also seen a study that they have found that people who shove the cake all the way up people's nose, that they're the ones most likely to get divorced. Do you think that's true? To be honest, I haven't paid close enough attention as far as my couple specifically. Uh-huh. I, I do have a family member that it was – it was full on like touching Aggressive. brain matter. Yeah. And they did go on to get a divorce. Yeah. So like in my, within my own family, I'm like, all right, that checks out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I see it. <laughs> I could see that if it was like a conversation that was had where one spouse was like, do not do it. And mm-hmm. then it, it went on that they still did. Mm-hmm. Um, then yeah, I could totally see that yeah. being, you know, because yeah. they're not respecting boundaries or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Usually it's the bride that's like, I just spent $175 <laughs> mm-hmm. getting my makeup done. Do not ruin mess up my makeup. My makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be pissed too. I'd so, be like, what? I'm not sure because, you know, live the night, they do the bet jars for oh, the, uh, they do. They for do. the uh, cake smash thing. But well, it's always, it always goes in the favor 
of the bride they so the groom get they, they totally do they do so if you're if you're live the night couple and you're listening to this groom's just getting know, cake in the face groom's getting cake in the face just it's, saying that's it's rigged don't don't it worry totally about it is. yes <laughs> i yeah i don't know so um i think that you know we've really enjoyed having you on and we're yes. definitely going to bring in brett and you two both together at some point um, be because i think that our banter together and just kind of see what it's like for a photographer dj and venue cater bar service all to work together and what yeah. we actually sound like because <laughs> we're we're humans this is what I think you're gonna have to block off like two hours for the podcast. Probably, probably gonna have to do that. It's very entertaining though. I feel uh-huh. like it is. It it's is like the real raw behind the scenes. Well, you know, we've I've listened to so many podcasts where they're wedding professional podcasts, but they're so professional. Oh yeah, and I. I I, and that's not our brand. We're personable. Like that's what we want to bring to our clients, but that's also not who we are. And it puts the, it puts us in a box of, we have to be this super rigid, straight, just, this is who we are mm-hmm. professional. There's nothing else about us Yeah, and we're humans and we make mistakes and we also have personalities and you know, some of us have sarcasm and some of us are super dry and some like, it's just how it is. And, um, you know, that's what we wanted to bring. And so, we're glad to have you because, well, like I said in the first podcast, I was like, we're going to have some big personalities on here. <laughs> we need the sarcasm. We need all of that to kind of just make this fun and entertaining, but also informational. Yeah, so. I think it puts, you know, for anybody that's listening to that is in the process of planning a wedding or you think you're going to be, mm-hmm. um, it. I hope that it puts people's minds kind of at ease that to plan a wedding doesn't have to be this stressful thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, there are stressful things. You know, yeah. trying to meld everyone's wants and needs and a guest list and all that. Those kind of things are just necessarily mm-hmm. um, overwhelming. But at the end of the day, it should be fun. You know, yeah. this is this is a person you want to spend the rest of your life with, and you're yeah. trying to invite your nearest and dearest people to come and celebrate that. Yeah. So if it isn't fun, mm-hmm. then you need to adjust fire a little bit and make some yeah. different decisions so that it is. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think the most successful weddings are the ones who don't take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Ag- agreed. Yes. They are just here. You better have a sense of humor for marriage in general. <laughs> exactly. Well, you're in for a long life. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, we are going to sign off. And this is always our struggle signing off. So do you want to do it with us where we say signing out with much love? Okay. Signing, signing out, out with, with much, much love. love. <laughs> we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you love what you hear, give us a rating and follow on whatever platform you're listening. If you want to see more of our shenanigans, you can find us on Instagram at The Eden Events. You can also find us on our website at TheEdenEvents.com. We hope to see you next time.